Shio friends, it's Shiashi here. So for today's mini, I wanted to talk about this flyer that I saw on the MMIW USA Facebook page, which if you are not following, you definitely should because they are constantly advocating, sharing, and bringing light to just how vast and constant MMIW goes. But I saw this flyer and was immediately struck because it had eerie similarities to some cases we have covered. Now granted, these cases are in different states, so they don't have quite the same quote-unquote cause of death hypothermia that we hear from certain states. You know, those cases that we know the cause of death isn't hypothermia, but it's ruled hypothermia despite the circumstances that say otherwise. You guys get what I'm saying. Anyways, this flyer had me thinking of Rachel Sloan and Marie Walkingstick, and if you are familiar with those cases, you could probably already guess what's similar. Anna Marie Scott was born on June 10, 1998 in Reno, Nevada. She was a member of the Pyramid Lake Paiute Tribe, which is a small tribe with a little over 2,200 enrolled members. This tribe's reservation is located about 35 miles northeast of Reno, Nevada, in a remote desert within the counties of Washu, Lyon, and Story. Anna was a young 23-year-old mother described as someone who loved and cared for everyone who did the same for her. She was one of a kind with a big heart. She was full of love and laughter. She had been raised by her grandmother, Diane Scott, who was an elder of the Pyramid Lake Paiute community and helped take care of Anna's kids while Anna was away at work. On February 3rd, 2022, just after 4 a.m., a burning car was reported to the Nevada Highway Patrol in the southbound shoulder area of Interstate 580. According to an article by CarsonNow.org, Despite the discovery on February 3rd, the Washu County Sheriff's Office did not identify Anna until February 7th, even though numerous social media posts reported Anna had been the person murdered and left inside the car. Then it wasn't until a month had passed that the Washu County Regional Medical Examiner announced that Anna had been killed by a gunshot wound, officially naming her death as a homicide. I found in my research that there were apparently no witnesses at the time the car was set ablaze and that although there are cameras set up along the I-580 freeway for traffic, those cameras do not record but only relay a live shot to those watching. Victoria Irwin and a stepmother had shared with a news source that the family doesn't have much information besides what has been shared publicly. She did mention that the family had spoken with a friend of Anna's who had said that the night Anna died, she had left her alone with some people that Anna had never mentioned. Victoria shared that she thought it was odd and questioned how someone could just leave their friend and even suggested that maybe this friend of Anna's knows more than she's willing to share but is just too scared to speak up, which, as we've learned, could very well be the case. In the same article I referenced earlier, which was published on June 28th, just a month ago, it stated that during the six months since Anna's body was discovered, the Washoe County Sheriff's Office had not held a single press conference or released any new information surrounding the circumstances of her death. On March 21, 2022, the Washoe County Sheriff's Office issued a release stating that the public should only deem information released by the Sheriff's Office to be credible and asked for any additional information regarding Anna's movements and interactions leading up to February 3rd. However, the Washoe County Sheriff's Office did not provide details on where Anna's movements could have occurred during those days and has also not released any information regarding her movements prior. 
It has also never been shared what type of vehicle Anna's body was found in, who it was registered to, or if any evidence had been recovered from the vehicle. You know, in 2019, there was an executive order that was passed called Operation Lady Justice. And Operation Lady Justice was passed to create a task force for missing and murdered Indigenous people that would address the concerns of Indigenous communities in the United States that included data collection, policies, establishing cold case teams, and improving investigative responses. Some, however, such as members of the American Indian Movement, asked why it has taken until now to integrate these policy changes, when statistics have shown Indigenous women have been murdered at higher rates for decades. And why is that, folks? Why is it that the data is there? The statistics show that the murder rates are astronomical. The number of unsolved cases are astronomical. The links to intimate partner violence and human trafficking is astronomical. Yet, these cases continue to be ignored, no updates are provided, and murderers still walk among us. If you have any information regarding the circumstances of Anna's murder, please call the Washoe County Sheriff's Office Detective Division at 775-328-3320 or secret witness at 775-322-4900. There is currently a $2,500 reward for information leading to an arrest in her case. Thank you for listening to We Are Resilient. For links to information found for this episode, you could follow us on Facebook and Instagram at We Are Resilient Podcast. Send us an email at weareresilientpod at gmail.com or visit us at www.war-podcast.com. Shkate.